everyone, and welcome to episode two of Trapped in My Mind. I'm your host, Seth, and before I introduce my host, I forgot to do it in the last episode, so I just want to say thank you again to Matt Freed for chopping up that beat. I fucking think it's perfect. I think it encapsulates, if that's even a word, the vibe <laughs> I'm going for here. Also, uh, just shout out to uh, Pizza My Life podcast. Uh, my brother and his friend Eric, they their podcast inspired me to do one. There's his comedy, so if you earn for a laugh, go listen to theirs. Anyway, today I have the pleasure of sitting down with one of my best friends, uh, Jeremy Shepard. What's up? What's up? I'm excited to sit down with you. Um, I've been telling you about this from the get-go, and again, just like how Ross said in the last episode, if you listened to it, you have pretty much been in my corner from the be- from the beginning, saying, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do it. And... Uh, I'm interested to talk to you today because, you know, before you came, I sent you a list of a couple of things that were on my mind. And from there, one thing that you identified was pressure and meeting expectations. Yeah. And, you know, as I told you, that's something I added to that list just uh, a Kinda few like days ago. Second, yeah. I, I Googled, you know, different topics that people don't like to talk about. That one was on there. And I'm like, holy shit, how come I never even thought about that? And it's, it's interesting because I feel like everyone has some type of expectations or pressure to live up to. And I... Would like to dive into that with you because it's not something we've talked about, even though we've been friends for so long, close yeah, friends. I mean, like it's not like a like a topic that people are like just out. We just like talk about all the time. Like there's other topics that like come up in conversation, come up on Twitter, and come up on Instagram and stuff. But like, I feel like that's not one of them. Yeah. Well, and it's a it's a topic too that like might be mentioned, but it's like just passed over. Like, oh, I have, oh, I have so much homework right now. Like, I, it's hard to keep up with. Like, yeah, that right there is pressure and stress, but. You didn't. I feel like you didn't really explore. It it. might be used as like different words, like you just said, like pressure and stress. Like Mm -hmm. people say they're stressed. You know, like it's not really like dug into, like and really talked about in depth. Like you said, it's kind of like brushed over. So I guess my question to kind of kick that topic off would be, you. I sent you a whole list of probably what thirty topics or so. And the very first one, pretty quickly, you responded pressure and meeting expectations yeah why was that one that stuck out to you i don't know i feel like uh the list had a lot of good ones but the one that i can relate to the most is probably that because it's it kind of feeds into everything you know my whole life you know and i feel like everybody's life they kind of either whether it's themselves or their parents or teachers or just like like they're just trying to live up to something that they see in the like the media you know I, i feel like there's something that inner that they want to get to and i feel like that pressure can really eat at people and i know it did for me so i mean this is probably a very vague question but where would you say you get your pressure from or what sets expectations for you is it internal is it external i would say that it kind of started as an like an external Uh, i would say probably like uh i would say probably like my family kind of started it uh certain family members that i I looked up to kind of put that pressure on me you know and like they want you to do good I don't think they really think like it's really like pressures and you're gonna think about it day and night but that kind of started me on I wanted to be perfect and I feel like that word is thrown out a lot but I wanted to be perfect I wanted to not have to like I just wanted to like be this thing this person that is like a famous person that has all this power and this pull that I can like help so many people you know what I'm saying is is that what you want that's or what I the- wanted but like the pressure started from like just like my grandma or like my grandpa, the people that I looked up to that like would be like, you're going to be great one day. Like I can already tell, you know, and like that was like, OK, whoa, well, whoa, that was like eight years old. Like an eight year old's like, well, I want to be a fireman like or I want to be a, I wanna be a ninja, you know, like like that. I was like, what? Like 
I'm going to be great. Like, I don't know. It was just like a weird, it was a weird kid thing. And it kind of just grew into like a overwhelming thing as I grew older. So, so you say that, because you know, I don't know which, I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg, but you're saying that you wanted to be great and you're also told you're, you're going to be great. Yeah. I don't know if you can answer, if you can, if you can separate the two, but I think it started being coming famous and being, you know, all perfect and all that. Was that something that you wanted from the get go, no matter what the pressure was, or is it something that people kept telling you, you could do this, you could do this. So you're like, all right, well, you know, people think I can do it. So now I'm going to try to do it. Uh, I think that it was mostly, I wrote it down once. Like when I was in like first, second grade. And what, that you wanted like, to be famous? I wanted to be a pro soccer player okay. and a, a singer that was famous. And like, that was like, I'm, I had a list of 10 and I still have like the notebook because I like kept it and everything. And it was like pro soccer player, fireman, superhero, and then like singer and all this other stuff. And it was like, after I wrote that list and I was like, oh, mom, look. And then I was like, mom, grandma. And they were like, oh, you can put, you can do anything you put your mind to it. I know you can do it. Like, you're going to be great. And it was like, I can do this. And then I kind of strive for that. Well, okay. So I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like everyone as a kid says, oh, I want to, I want to be a princess. I want to be yeah. a professional sports player. I want to be a superhero. I want to be in the FBI. Yeah. So I think everyone, I think that part's normal, but yeah. It, from how, from how much I've known you, you've kind of stuck with that mentality. You kept you kept having these lofty goals, and you want to achieve these things. So it didn't ever really go away. Yeah, no, at I least don't think from I, my end. Yeah, I don't think it ever really kind of subsided, like usual, like kind of like aspirations or dreams or whatever you would want to call it. Uh, it. It just kind of stuck there, and it was kind of. I think it, like I said, it kind of grew as like I wrote it down, and then like somebody that I cared about said something, and they were like, "You're gonna do this," and then I was like, "I like I really want to do it." And you're saying I can, and like you love me, and you think like, like you tell me these things, and you're there for me. So, you know, I'm gonna go for it. Did people consistently kept telling you throughout throughout as you age? I would say that people that you could do this. I would could say be a professional uh, soccer player. You pro- could be a musician. Probably not. No, I, I mean it kind of stopped when I was like, like 15. You know, it wasn't really like consistent after that. And then like, probably like. From 15 to 18, it was kind of just me just hustling and trying to get the grinding. And then when I was 18, it just kind of just nobody wanted to do it. You had to go to college. Yeah. You know, and that was kind of. You didn't do it yet, so it's not going to happen. It, you know? So I feel like that was kind of. It kind of went up to 15, and I was by myself with it. And then. But that was like for many different reasons. But like 18 was kind of the cutoff. It was like, okay, well, you're, you're done with high school, you know? And now I wake up. Yeah, but so. You said early on what's kind of motivated you to strive for these lofty goals where people kept saying you could do it. Mm-hmm. But then at 15, you've lost that. But you, stepped, you kept trying. So did all of that early motivation internalize motivation for you? Like I, I guess so. I mean, I, I feel like it just kind of – I was made into this person of, you know, like you can do anything. So I took that like to heart. And I guess I really never lost that. Is like you really put your mind to it. You really put the work in. Then you really can do it. Like – anything obviously you're not gonna like take off and fly like superman or something yeah. but you can do pretty much anything you put your mind to that's achievable you know but there had to have been people along the way who said it's not gonna happen i don't think it was really like a it's not gonna happen until i got older you know what i'm saying yeah but i, I mean i could even see like you know you're 15 and you have these aspirations of becoming a professional soccer player somebody goes listen you're you're playing high school you're not gonna make it 
how do you respond to that? Like, like is that was that? Did anybody ever say that to you? And if I they did, think, no one ever said it in person. Okay, I said it behind my back, and I, I, I definitely, I mean, I was benched my senior year of high school playing mm-hmm. soccer. So I mean, I obviously knew that that was like, you know, was it like a wake up call or anything, or did you still like, well, fuck it, it I'm still gonna of, try it. I mean, it was kind of more like it was kind of like a motivation, like I wanted to just like push harder and be like, you know, what, like screw you, like to coach basically. And it, I don't know. I, I definitely know that some people on the team didn't believe that I was going to be anything like amazing with soccer or anything like that. And I, I mean, I haven't really done too much, but you know, it's, it's something that like, I can look back and say, like, I did what I tried, you know, I gave my all. Okay. Cause I know, you know, last couple times we spoke, you told me that you're, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. It may be changed, but you kind of, you told me that you've kind of not given up on the soccer thing, but it's not your primary goal right now is to become a professional soccer player. No, you I've, tried it for a long time. Yeah, I, I kind of lost the love of the game. Uh, I, I, I mean, you know me. I, I feel like a lot of people know that like soccer was everything to me and that like I was doing it all the time. I, mean, I was traveling. I was spending a lot of money going to place to place. I was getting invited to play over here and over there. I mean, I, I played on plenty of pro teams with no contracts i have one contract in the books and it just doesn't it was so hard to just keep going and keep going and keep going when there was no give you know like i i went to the la galaxy tryouts and i got invited to the the sand soccer usa team and all that stuff for tryouts and you know it's it's when i went to the la the la galaxy tryouts it was it was the most real thing I've been to it was the most professional thing that was set up I went there I didn't really think anything of it I didn't think I was going to make it but I was having fun I still love the game uh and then after tryouts the director came up to me and he knew everything about me there we had a huddle of people and it was like a break boom and we go our separate ways and you're not supposed to talk to the coaches Mm -hmm. so I'm walking away about to leave and the director goes hey how's Florida and I'm like He's definitely not talking to me, so I kept walking. He goes, Jeremy, how's Florida? This man knew everything about me. He knew where I lived. He knew what teams I played for before. knew the position. He told me about games that I played in. He knew everything. And then he told me, like, hey, this is the first day. Second day is tomorrow. You know, like, come give your A game. And I feel like you you got a chance. And then come back next year no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a second. One of the number one teams in the USA the director knows who who I am. That's a big deal for yeah. me at least. You know, uh, that was like the first time really that I was recognized for how much work I was putting in for me. And after that, I mean, I didn't make the team and then after that, had a couple other things fall through and then covid hit. I got in an accident and it was just like so many things like I said it just builds up builds up. You put so much work into something. And it really exhausts you. I mean, I was exhausted physically. I was sore. And then I was exhausted mentally. I mean, I, playing for so many years at such a like high level of training, you just, it, to just stop one day and to like sit back and go, wait a second, what's going on? I still haven't made like my goals. I have not made like the first league. And, you know, it was just tough. It was tough. And mentally, I just, couldn't do it. And when I when I finally hit that point, 
I lost my love, like my really, I lost my love for the game. Like even like go, coming and playing with, with you on like pickup and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I used to love that. We used to have so much fun. Yeah. And it, and then when I started playing again, just like in the last couple of months, just kind of kicking around a ball. I don't even like, I don't even want to, you know? And it's like, I feel like I might one day want to get back to it, but it, it was just such an exhausting journey mm-hmm. with no give almost, you know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I don't know because I haven't been in that position, but I hear what you're saying and I ha- I'm made of questions and I'll just come right, right out and say it. So you said you've heard or you assume people have kind of spoken behind your back and yeah. have said, you know, they don't, they don't believe me or they don't know what's going on. Help me or these people that you think are talking behind your back understand how how did that LA Galaxy tryout come about? I mean, I I, I played so I so I, I was going to college and uh, about a year after in Florida, I, right? Yeah, uh, about a year after I graduated high school, which was 2015. And so 2016, I was playing. I was going to college, wasn't playing soccer at all. And uh, one day I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the beach. So I went to the beach, took the boat out, took my ball. That's it went to the, this like island and there's a couple people there little kids and stuff and I was just playing with the ball juggling around and just having fun you know in the sun and everything and so this these like little kids they were brothers sisters and stuff they were like pass the ball pass the ball and so I was like okay yeah whatever pass the ball and like I've coached before so I like like it's soccer was my life like mm-hmm. that was how I related everything back to soccer so I coached I mean like when I when I coached it was because I really wanted to I feel like that was like an issue in soccer. It was like th- they didn't have any coaches that really cared. Mm-hmm. So that was why I really care. And so these kids were of like, course you just like it. kids from yeah. what I know, what, yeah. I, what I've seen. Yeah, I, I, I just, I have my little brother and little sister and it's just, kids are the future. So I mean, I, if they can have a better life because of something I did, if they're like, oh, I remember that kid that played soccer with me on the beach. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool to me. Uh, but this, these kids were good. Like there was this kid, his name was Cole. They were from England, and we were playing for like two hours. I was teaching this kid how to do like around the world, which he was like 10 years old doing around the world. And I was like, wow. It's a soccer trick for those yeah. who may not know. Yeah, it, it, Google it. it, it Google it's, it. It's, it's a pretty cool, and it's hard. It's not just like an easy thing. This little kid just learned how to do it right here in front of me in an hour. And so I was impressed. This kid was cool, and I, I, I go to like leave because it's been two hours. I got to take the boat back, and his dad gets up from the table. I didn't even know he was over there. Gets up from the table and comes over and he's like, whoa, whoa, wait. Comes over and he's like, hey, thank you so much for playing with them. And I really appreciate it. And saying in like an English accent and I don't want to embarrass myself for yeah. that try it. But, I want to ask you too. Yeah. Uh, but he was like, thank you so much. Like, uh, where do you play? You must be like on a team, you know. And he just assumed and I was like, ah, you know, I don't. In between. Yeah. Well, I was done at that point. Like, I, I, I kind of fed into, like, my, my grandma, my mom. Weren't like, you playing, like, pickup, though? Not really, no. I, I wasn't really playing at all because I was focusing on school. I wanted to make my mom and my grandma proud, you know, and that was going to college. Yeah, exactly. So he asked me that question. He said, why are you not playing? And I couldn't answer it. And I know that sounds so cliche, so stupid, but, like, I could not answer it. I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I thought about it all day. About the rest of the week and i was like in school and i was like what is like why and i thought about it more and more and it was it came back to i was trying to live my life for somebody else and my mom and my grandma and by going to school yeah trying to make them proud and i i was just like I, I woke up one day and i was like you know what i'm gonna go to the field 
to see, see, see if I got it, see if I can like have fun, you know? So I go back to the field and kicking around and I'm doing pretty good. You know, like when sometimes you go to the field or sometimes you go do your thing and you're, you're having on. an on day. Yeah, you're yeah. on. And so I'm just playing and stuff and this, this guy comes over. I didn't know who he was, but he comes over from like the benches and he goes, Hey, do you want to play tonight? I have a, I have a team. And I was like, yeah, might as well. Right. I got nothing to do. So I came back, played, and he, I actually, he didn't play me for three fourths of the freaking game. So I was like, hey, are you going to put me in? Or like, did I come for no reason? And he's like, oh, oh, sorry, I forgot. So we're losing by like three. And I go in, and he's like, yeah, do what you can. He's like, there, he didn't believe in me. And I was like, yeah, I really didn't believe myself either. I was just like, whatever. So I go in, score a goal. Two seconds later, score another goal. We end up winning the game. Scored three goals. And he's like, what the heck? You didn't tell me you were good. And I feel like that's a big question. Everyone's like, oh, are you good? You must be good. And it's like, man, I don't want to come off as a douche, you know. But I, I worked my butt off, so I can mm. be good, you know. So it's like, he was like, he was like, you got to come to more games. He goes, I'll pay you. I'll pay you to come. I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to say no, you know. So then I kind of got out of hand. I, I got, I went... I was going like all over Florida. I was living in Fort Myers and I was going to St. Augustine. I was going to Miami. I was going everywhere. And it was like, I was getting paid everywhere. I was getting paid and it kept going up and up and up and up and up. And then it just kept getting into like bigger teams. You know, like I, I would like be subbing for like a, a semi-pro team and we'd be playing like a Mexican team or like a, a team from Spain. And it's like, wait a second. These guys are pros. Mm -hmm. So I'm playing against pros. I'm getting paid basically like just cash every game. I'm getting paid like gas money basically. And then I get paid per goal. So like I was getting paid good money. And I was just stacking it up. Just by like, this guy under the I, table? I was getting paid from each team. So like I had like one coach that really liked me. We I, I talk to him still to this day, Charlie. And I mean he was just basically like telling people, hey, I got a kid that will play for you. And boom, 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 everything. I was just playing all over the place. Don't you think a contract to play in those leagues? It, it, that's what I thought. But I, I, I guess these were just like not like real like big matches or something. Or maybe they're like, I don't know. I really still to this day don't really know. <laughs> like what kind of league it yeah, was? I mean, I played on ESPN Radio. And that had to be a legit game. But I, I don't know. I mean, they would literally make a, they would take a picture of me by a tree. And they would make a player card of me. <laughs> and then literally go give it to the ref. So how'd that translate to the LA? Was this guy like a contact? No, so basically and... there was people that saw me play in these leagues. Like I played on ESPN radio three times. It was the ESPN Spanish radio. And like they would just be like, gringo, gringo. And they'd be like, it's not offensive. <laughs> no, that was, I mean, if anything, it's, a, it's me, you know, like I'm the gringo. But like it was crazy because literally there's so many people there. And there would be food stands. And I was like, I didn't think anything of it, but I was playing like six games a week. Yeah. I was getting paid good money. And I was like, whoa, I'm dropping out of college. And that's what I did. I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm actually going to follow my dreams. Mm -hmm. I didn't know where that started, but then I did. So I just dropped out. You know, I had like one more week left. I had finals. <laughs> so literally, I had one more week of classes at my first semester of school and I dropped out. So obviously my grandparents were pissed. Yeah. 
my mom was they were like, funded school weren't they no i had school paid for through oh. like this thing it was i don't know how to explain it exactly but it was free and it, which makes it even worse when i sell like say that mm-hmm. people are like oh you're freaking stupid like you had free college like that's yeah. what people like dream for you yeah. know nah, well I, i'd kill for that you know i just uh, that wasn't and uh, this is cliche too that wasn't for me you know soccer was my dream for the longest time my whole life you know and i was told that i could do this my whole life and then one day it's just not real it's not real it's not reality you know so Mm -hmm. then i was like okay well i guess it's not and then i kind of woke up and i was like wait a second it is i'm gonna do this and if i fail i fail but if i do it then i do it i can tell my kids to actually follow their dreams Mm -hmm. and mean it not be a hypocrite and that's kind of where it where I'm at with it. So did the uh, contact at uh, so the LAC contact, you play on the ESPN? I don't know where. I really don't know where Like he saw me play or what game specifically he saw me in. But he knew basically everything that I remembered. You know, like big games, he knew. Like little games that I did good in, he knew. So I don't know who he was talking to or if he was there or what. But he knew everything. Did you get like a phone call or an email or no? So a letter? I, I actually I got a I got an email and it was just like a simple like hey we're having uh, the LA Galaxy tryouts. I thought it was like a, a spam like a scam kind of mm-hmm. thing, and I reached out on the Instagram of LA Galaxy and I was like hey what is this like and they were like no we're having tryouts like blah blah blah, and I was like okay this must be legit, so I signed up boom and I went. Well by the time I signed up it was kind of they had certain positions that you have to sign up for when you're when you're going to this this tryout. So like you get you pick your position. Well, everybody likes forward and midfield, so forward and midfield were completely taken. So I had a I had to try out for defense, which I've never never really played. So that was that was an experience in itself. But he also knew that he was like, hey, like don't worry, like I know you're in the wrong position, but just keep doing your thing. It was just weird. I don't mm-hmm. know at all how he knew who I was. But well, anyway, so you did that thing. Uh, you, you kept trying to play a little bit after that, yeah. And you finally got to this point where you, you, you fell out of love with it, right? It, yeah, it was just too much. So when you came to this realization that it wasn't going to be your future, at least not that you could see right now, yeah. Even though you fell out of love with it, did you still feel like, oh shit, I just wasted so much time. I had free school. I fucked it up. Like, did you did you have any like, like recourse where you're just like, ah oh, fuck? What did I do? Or are we just like, eh, no, on to the next thing? Not really. No, I, I, I think, I mean, I, I don't know if you know, but like I, I, I kind of live my life. I don't, it's not like one day at a time. I, I just, I live my life because you only have like, yeah, you only have one life, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I kind of just live it, you know, and if shit happens, it happens. So it kind of didn't really bother me. Like it bothered me because I just put my all into this and it just wasn't happening the way I wanted it to, the way I pictured it. And because my goals were so high, and so it, it just didn't, nothing aligned the way I wanted it to. It's like, I don't know. It, so it's just kind of, I don't know. No, I feel that. I mean, I can't tell. I could t- I could go on and on about how things didn't go the way I wanted them to. Yeah. But, but like, it wasn't like, I wasn't like, ah, crap, I just wasted like five years. No, and that know? thing that's good. It's If everyone could do that, things would get done a lot quicker. But 
you know, you wanted to talk about pressure and uh, not meeting expectations. So there's obviously, you know, you wanted to speak about that for a reason. Yeah. Um, so I guess what I'm asking is, you did all these things. And it sounds like you had a pretty mind, a pretty positive mindset, whether it worked or failed. But throughout, why why was the topic of pressure expectations and, and expectations so important for you to talk about? Was there something where you're just like, fuck, dude, I can't meet the expectations of my mom or my grandma or of myself? Like, because I know for me, like, you know, I get a lot of expectations. You know, I don't actually know where I get my expectations from. It depends on you know like the, specifically yeah. what it is. Sometimes I'll set goals. Like for example, one of my goals. And I don't know if I've ever said this out loud, but I wanted to go to U of M Ann Arbor. Didn't really try very hard in high school. Had good grades, but they weren't spectacular. Yeah. And I'm, I hate to be like, oh, that doesn't define me. Like, I didn't try. I'm way smarter than what it showed. And if I would have put my work in, like I really, you know, hoped to get in Ann Arbor, I would have. Didn't happen. So I went to Dearborn. Not discrediting that school for anybody that may go there. But now my goal is set on getting into a master's program there. No one else set that for me. In fact, people said getting your master's is a waste of time. But it's a goal of mine, and I don't even know why. It's just I said it a while back, you know, middle high school. I've always wanted to go to U of M Ann Arbor, even though our fucking sports teams are shit. Well, most of them. And now that's my goal. But there's also expectations where I feel like I don't know who put this image in my head of an expectation, but for some reason I feel like if I fail it, I'm letting someone down, and I don't even know where it comes from. Yeah. So, like, you know, you wanted to talk about this topic. Yeah. Is, is there any, like, I don't want to say negative feelings, but feelings that have been exhausting because you have to live up to something? I think it was uh, more me that set those expectations. For everything you do? Yeah. I, I, I feel like, it, like I said, it kind of originated from, like, people saying, like, you can do this, do this, and, like, you can do anything you put your mind through, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I, I kind of twisted it into this like super like like hard goals, and I always have goals. Like I'm never like going without a goal, and all my stuff is like everybody says they're so like high and like so hard to reach. Like why do you do that? And I think that it was kind of just for me the whole time, and still to this day, uh, just kind of not. It's like trying to let it, letting myself down. And like, I don't know if it's, I feel like it's more of like letting my future and everything fall apart. Like for me, I had a pretty crappy childhood. So I wanted to kind of carve me into being like the best future dad, the best future husband, the best, like, I don't want to ever have to worry about money and like a ton of other things. But like, I think that's what kind of like fuels me to push so hard and to make these high goals. So like on a personal level, you wanted to create your own legacy. Not yeah. as like a super infamous, you know, person in the world, but for your family, for yourself, you wanted to have some type of importance. Yeah, and it kind of goes even more. Like it's not just, just for my family, but like I do want to be like, I don't know if it's famous, but I want to be rich enough to do things that famous people get to do. Okay, so because I would say fame and wealth are separate. But they're oftentimes associated. Yeah. I think they are because there's there's so many people who I, I mean I guess I don't know them personally yeah. that are wealthy and very well off that aren't famous and there are people who get wealthy because they're famous. Okay, give me one of those. <clears throat> I mean, because if you say like like Bill Gates, like he's still famous. Yeah, but okay, but the, th- the thing is, I wouldn't know about him because they're you're saying that every single wealthy person you know is famous. No, 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 of course like, not. People, like, for example, people who have who. Um, 
you know, like found like, land on an oil field. Prize winners if, that I have no idea. Or like people who found land on an oil field. Yeah. They sold that land and are fucking rich as yeah. shit and don't have to worry about anything, but they're not famous. It's like Ryle Reynolds in the, the, the movie where he's like this billionaire because he made like a one invention. and he Sure. Killed. Sure. So I, I guess um, where I was going with that is oftentimes uh, fame and wealth is kind of, it co- it's coexisted. Yeah. And you said you don't know if it's the fame you want or the, or the wealth you want. Maybe both. Okay, so I guess my question would be, why do you want the? Why do you think you want the fame? Because they have the most platform. I want a platform, only because not to be famous, but like I see, I, I see that the famous people have a bigger platform. Like if LeBron just played basketball, he wouldn't be as influential. Like he wouldn't have a biggest deal with with like Nike, you know. It, so like. He wouldn't have that big of a deal if he was just an athlete. Yeah, but well, but he's one of the best athletes. Yeah, he is one of the. But best even before, athletes, but like, and it, I will say, I mean, I hear what you're saying, and I agreed to it to an extent. Yeah. But the part I don't know, I'm not I'm so sure about is, you know, he got his billion dollar Nike, and I could be wrong, but I, yeah. what I what I believe is that he got his billion dollar Nike endorsement really early in his career before he was speaking out on social justice and speaking out on all these things. So like. They did pay him just because he was an athlete. They didn't pay him just because they were like, "Oh, this guy is gonna change the world." Nike he went on to change the, the world. Marketing, like companies ever. Yeah. So they had to have seen something. Yeah, you're right. We weren't in those. We weren't in those conversations. So I mean, you know, I don't know what Nike saw in him. Yeah. I mean, the only obvious thing that I know they saw in him was a great fucking basketball player. So, you know, they gave him this platform, yeah. and what he chose to do with it is very good. But I feel like you can get a lot of money just because you're good at something. Like, lots of times you'll see famous people who are just assholes. Yeah, but they still have pull. Like, they, they probably have asshole fans. Yeah. So, okay, so you want fame because you want a platform so that way you can inspire good in yeah, the world? Same, same way that I, like, I was playing soccer with that little kid. Like, I want to be able to have a platform to where I can, instead of just that one kid, I can, like, inspire thousands like millions, you know, and and it's just like maybe it's through soccer, maybe it's through something else. But what it is, I I want the money, so I don't just have the the talk. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, see, I do and I don't. I I think I know what you're saying, but okay. For example, you said you want the fame, so you don't have just the talk. And I honestly feel like you don't need money or fame to back up. If if someone's authentic and genuine, you'll know either way. I want money so that way I don't have to stress about shit for my family. But I feel like you I think I, you I think you kind of you didn't get what I was saying. Perhaps not. So like the I want the fame because I can reach out and have the platform for millions, right? Okay. Thousands, whatever number you want to go with. Okay. But if I am just famous and have no money, then I can't do really anything for these people. Do you know what I'm saying? Besides an influence. I don't just want to influence. I want to be able to walk the walk and talk the talk. Yeah. So if I'm saying I want to feed the homeless, right? If I don't have the means and the money and the support to do that, then it's just not going to happen. I mean... I don't, like, I don't like relying on other people. No, I feel that. I feel like you don't need and we can disagree on this yeah. but i feel like you don't need money to inspire change and who i'll point to and again i'm not a fucking history expert so yeah. feel free to correct me anybody out there but i mean mahatma gandhi 
he inspired a whole lot. And I don't believe he was very wealthy. Or if he was, he didn't use his wealth. Yeah. He inspired people through through action, what he was doing. And he didn't need money to do what he was doing. Now, granted, I don't go. Out, I don't expect you to go out there and fucking starve yourself yeah. to make a point. But point being, that little interaction with the kid probably did make his day. Yeah, yeah. So simple, small things like that, I don't think, in my opinion, you need an abundance of wealth or platform to do. Okay. So I, I get that and I agree 100%. Okay. But say, let's just go back to the kid that I was playing soccer with, right? He was great. Like he, he if he Good kid. wanted to do it, At soccer. he'd be able to keep pursuing it. Okay. Right. So if I had the money and the connections that come with being famous, like Justin Bieber got to play at LSU and he Barcelona and Barcelona and all these other places, right? Now, if I had money and I was famous and had all these, so if I had all these money and connections, uh, then I would be able to take that kid. His name is Cole. I'd be able to take that kid and go, Hey coach for, you know, this Academy, take this kid and I'm going to pay his way or you're going to give him a, a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And then this kid has, the the means to do this now because either i supported it money wise or i got his foot in the door because that's the hardest thing for me that was the hardest thing for me getting into soccer was it was it's so political and with a a ton of other things everything is so political that you have to know somebody or you have to have money and that's where i think those like i i could have played for the usa team a long time ago if i had money it's like 3500 bucks to play for the usa team but so then what happens if Another kid comes along and is like, you know, I saw that you helped this guy out. I would like your help, but he's just not that good. You're supposed to be like, ah, I can't well, help you your dreams. Then you get him to a, a, a lower academy. Maybe that kid, I, who am I to judge this kid is, if he has a dream to do it, if he really has the pursuit to do it, either he's going to, I'm going to put him in a, a program, right? I'll, I'll be like, hey, coach, this kid might not have, like, the best skill right now. But that's the coach's job. Yeah. But do you know how many people, though, fucking... <laughs> Would reach like so. I'm obviously not famous, yeah, right? Yeah. Don't have any plans on becoming famous. If yeah. it happens, whatever. But one thing I constantly read from these famous people is that it's not as great as it sounds. And reason being is because you help one person or you help a plethora of people, like a hundred people, yeah. thousand people, ten thousand people, and all these people that you help, that you know, they're grateful for it. But there's always people who want more help. Yeah. And I can't speak to this directly, but all these famous people who I follow say that the the pressure of keeping up with all those expectations now just destroys them. So, like, I mean, do you have you ever thought about the responsibility that comes with a platform that big? Yeah, I mean, I have, but obviously, I can't really put myself in this until it actually happens or if it happens, you know. Uh, but it, I, I think that the pros versus the cons. I mean, you help thousands or even just. A handful of people you could help yeah right like if you if you do it that's great and if you can't help everybody I, I mean like I said you live once if you do everything in your power and you're happy day to day right it's it's basically up to you yeah you know I, I, I for me I think that I would just be super happy to be able to do that you just one person you know if I just helped one person I would be happy for that and then I could maybe go on to more, right? But if I never got a ch- another chance to help another person after that, it would suck. But if that's how it worked, then that's how it worked. Now, if I, like you said, like if I helped thousands of people, you know, and then there's another couple thousand that are like, well, you didn't help me, you didn't help me, you know, it just kind of, it's a, I can't do everything. 
Yeah, but and that can go I'll, downhill that, real quick in today's climate. Yeah, if they can they can cancel me all they want. You know, yeah. I really would not care. But who? So I mean, don't you think that you can help one person today or tomorrow? Like I you mean, don't need do. you don't I, need I, to be famous I, yeah, to help. Yeah, I, I I do my best now. You know, I, yeah. done, and you are he's a generous guy, ladies I, and gentlemen. So. I, I do try. You know, I, when I have the means to do something, I do it. Yeah. You know, and that's just how I am. But if I had more means, if I had more money, I, I maybe I don't need to be famous. But I think it, it would help the situation. Because I could see the argument being made of, you know, you're putting all your effort into becoming famous. And once you get famous, then you want to help people. But in the meantime, you're ignoring people. And I'm not saying that's what no, you're yeah, doing. No, I get what you mean. But like, because I, I, I think most sane people would like to help people, you know. Yeah. And now granted, how much effort they put into that. No, you know, it varies based on everybody. I, I don't know if that's really the truth. I feel like a lot of people want to do it for the Instagram followers. I feel like a lot of people do good things and they take pictures of it because they want to feel good and they want other people to see that they're feeling good. But I think a lot of people have a hard time with doing stuff just for them. And that's what I want to do. Like, I, like I, That's why I really don't care what other people think. Oh, you didn't help these people. Well, I helped these ones. And I, I sleep good at night because I am doing my best. And that's where I'm at. I mean, I, like I, I don't need to be famous, and that's not my goal. I don't want to just be famous, right? But I think it would help what I would like to do. And that's not where, like, I'm not, like, that's not my avenue. I'm not like, oh, I want to be famous, and then I can help people. I'm helping as many people as I can right now with the means that I have. And I'm trying to be as good as a person as I can be right now. And then I just, I just want the means to give more. So, and make programs like at Franklin, like when when I went to school at Franklin, you went to the same high school. Yeah. Uh, there was, I was going hungry. I I don't know if anyone knew, but there was one time in class where the teacher pulled me aside and was like, "Jeremy, where's your lunch?" And I didn't have one, and like I didn't like come off as like poor or anything like that. But I didn't have any money. My mom didn't have any money. We didn't have any food in the house. She wasn't eating. So it was a real issue. And I had maybe a granola bar for lunch at most days. So I went to Mr. Willenberg, the principal, and I talked to him about programs that we could set in play. Like I wanted to see like what we could do. Because maybe like I'm going through this right now, which means I feel like there's must be at least one other person that's going through this. And maybe they're having it worse. Maybe they don't even get a granola bar. Mm -hmm. So that's how I'm thinking about things. It's like, if I can help just one person in any of these instances, like there's plenty of things that I don't think of that I can't help because I've never experienced it. Or like I said, I just don't think about it. But the things that I've gone through, I can, I want to help. And I yeah. want to make sure nobody else has those feelings or goes through those things. And if I can help, like I said, one person, that's great. But if I can help thousands, that's even better. Mm-hmm. And I get your argument like, okay, you know, there's going to be, you're never going to like do enough for people. People are always going to want more and want you to help other people. And there's always going to be judgment and, you know, you could have done this, you could have done this. Well, it really, there's, I try not to live with regret and I really just go day by day and go, Hey, what did I do today? Did I do good? Am I happy with it? There we go. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I look back at the day and I'm like, Oh crap, like, could have done this better. Well, I still can't go back, so why dwell on it? Yeah. You know, so that's how I'm kind of thinking about, like, that. You know, I, I really, okay, like, I just think the fame could help. Do I do I care really about being famous? Not really. Like, that's not like a dream of mine. Helping people is is the dream. 
making sure people don't go through the same things that I had to go through or what I've seen other people go through. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the goal. And so I guess the goal is being wealthy. And if that comes with being famous, then so be it. But I do think being famous would help the cause. I, I mean, I hear that. I definitely, having money makes everything a little bit easier. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. Yeah. I've never been in that position. Yeah, yeah. But I know at least where I'm at right now, if I had some money, it'd clear some things up. It'd make me more comfortable to try other things because I don't have to work so hard to make sure I'm financially secure. Yeah. That being said, uh, I think it really depends on, based on person, you know, per, person by person basis of how you want to help and how you can do that. Um, you know, you said you want a big platform so that way you can help as many people as possible, which I think is great. I think, you know, I, I would enjoy that too. I want to help people. For me, at least where I'm at in my life now, what's imp- most important to me is who I interact with and who I care about and people who care about me. Yep. So, you know, if I could ever get to a place where I could help out people who I maybe don't even know I'm helping out, awesome. But my specific goal right now is, you know, and it's always been, I, I like to be liked. I like to be sought, you know, thought of as a helpful person. So I like to help out, you know, you or my friends or my family or people who I interact with day day by day. And hopefully, you know, I get that platform somewhere down the line. But I did just want to touch on something you said um, to my initial point is where I think everybody, I think it's human nature to want to help. Um, And you made a good point of, well, you have people who do it for clout. And my argument to that would be, I think these people that are doing shit for clout is because they have a different internal issue that they have not solved yet and they don't want to face. Because I feel like, let's say I'm a, so let's just say I'm a person who has uh, a big following on Instagram and I do a lot of shit for clout. And if you know me personally, you know I'm not a very good person based on how I treat you. If you actually, and my, this is my belief, if you actually talk to me or that person who I'm pretending to be in this scenario, you might realize that you know I have something else going on. I'm very insecure. And uh, so I put off this front of, I do all this nice shit because I want the attention, but I don't like believe that I can actually do this shit. And I, I'm probably not making much sense right now, but the point no, I'm no. trying to make is I still think that if that fake person or this person who puts off some facade of, uh, of, of um, you know, just that, of something that they're not or that people don't believe them to be, I think if they actually help somebody, they'd feel good about it. Yeah. But they haven't come to terms with this fake persona that they put on. So we don't know them to be the type of people who'd want to help. Yeah. But I think everybody at their core feels, besides maybe like psychopaths, yeah. legitimate psychopaths, feel good when they help somebody. Yeah. So maybe it's not everyone's initial goal because ultimately you also want to think of yourself and make sure you and your family are, are taken care of. But I think everyone gets joy from helping others. And I could be totally fucking off, off the ball. No, here, I think but. you're on the ball. I, I, I think that I just, you know, I don't know. I, I, that just doesn't. I just don't have time for that. Like, I don't even really think about it. Like, that that people, like, I get it. Like, that people are going through stuff. But I've been in situations where, like, I've talked to, like, where people have been my friends, right? Not They're not friends anymore, but I would still help them, right? Where, you know, they help, you help them through something or, you know, they, they say they want help and they, they do this and that. And you, you think that there's some positivity coming. And then they just go right back to the same old thing. And I think that it's not just psychopaths and people like that that have like this chemical imbalance i think that just like some people just really just want to be famous and just want the clout they want the attention they're really not doing it for the good and when behind closed doors they're just bad people and i I don't know i i think it kind of goes back to i mean i I wrote an article on it it's it's just 
bad versus good. It's love versus hate. And I just think there's some bad people in the world and there's some good. And I, I don't know. I Maybe there's, I feel like there's good in everybody, but some are just more overwhelmed with bad. And maybe they need help getting through it, but maybe they've already had help going through it and they just keep going back to the same old thing. So I don't know. Some people are just stuck in their ways. And I may be wrong and I may be totally a dick for saying that. No, but, but this is your, our opinion. So yeah, I, I just, you if know, don't agree. It's fine. Yeah. I just, I just, I feel like I can just only, I can only do me. You know, if I can help people along the way, that's great. But I'm not gonna like, like, I don't know how to say it. Like my brother had issues and I try to help him through them. And you can only help him so much. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Exactly. The the thing that I, I don't know exactly where I stand on this position, but you said that you believe there's good people and there's bad people. Yeah. And everybody has maybe a little bit of both. And I agree to an extent. I believe that everybody has good and bad. There's not one person that is only good. Even the people that you think are like angels. Yeah. They have bad thoughts or they, they have done something that they might be shameful of. And also people who are bad, lots of times, you know, somebody who's stealing, why are they stealing? Because they have nothing for their family. They're just trying to, I mean, they shouldn't do it, but yeah. there's, there's justification for it that can make you understand why they're doing it. And so, and and maybe I'm just a fucking hopeless person in this extent, because I know a lot of people will be like, no, people are, are bad because they're bad. You can't fix them. You know, they do shit for clout. And as, as common as that, that line of thinking is, I haven't reached that that point yet where I'm like I'm ready to give up on people. Yeah. I don't know why, and maybe it's because I've interacted with so many people who I think just are just provide me with hope of like ah, oh, dude, humans are fucking great. Uh, and maybe it's also I'm not to that point either. By the way, where I just am like, yeah, that person just a shitty person, never can be fixed. I just think that like, you know, there's there's good and bad, and I feel like a lot of people you don't like you don't know the story behind like this yeah. person could have been a, a shitty person their whole life. You know, and like people have been so nice and they've tried to help. And but a shitty so kid, nice. though, like I feel like it, it ultimately would stem from a bad, bad raising and stuff like that. Or just but then you can make the argument it. of, oh, I had bad parents and I came out fine. Exactly. So it's like, but I, mean, I went through enough crap where I could have been like my brother and I went through the same situation, and he went to drugs and alcohol, and I went to soccer. Yeah, but it, there's just it, people are different. But yeah. vices are different than how you treat people. If you go to drug and alcohol, maybe it's not good, but you're maybe not. He's a piece of shit. But you're, but you're not like. Now he's not bad. But anymore. you're not like hurting people and kill. I mean, you might be mentally hurting them, but like you, people you care about, you're yeah, upsetting but them. They could physically be hurting people too. Yeah, but I'm saying. So okay, I guess the one point that really caught my attention is you said that you you and if I misunderstood you, please correct yeah, me. Yeah. But you said. Um, you believe that there are just some people who literally don't do it for the good. They do it for the clout and they do it for Instagram followers or whatever. And I still would, my personal belief is that those people who are doing it for the clout or, you know, you don't think are doing it for the good. And lots of times they probably aren't, but I don't think it's because they're, uh, inherently, I don't think they're inherently bad. I think it's because something they've gone through has conditioned them to seek out attention. And like, I have to do this. I have to put up this image and I'm going to treat people like I don't give a shit because that's how I was treated. Yeah. And they don't even think about it. It's like subconsciously. Yeah. I don't think that person's a bad person. I think it, it would take a lot of work for them to get put back on the right track. Yeah. But at the same time, just to, to write, and I don't think this is what you're doing. So that's what I would say on what your statement was. But yeah. going forward, I don't think writing people off because you know you might perceive them as just doing something for clout or whatever yeah. is the right way. I mean, granted, those people are fucking tough to deal with because it's like, dude, no matter what I try, 
you put up this wall of you know fakeness and yeah. i can't i it's i can only put in so much effort to to tear that down however if somebody's able to i do think that in every person there's someone there where it's like there's kind of a little bit of hope a little bit of yeah. hope yeah and i'm not saying you can always reach it yeah i certainly can i've met people who i'm like dude i want to like you so fucking bad but you're just i mean throw me a fucking bone here you're yeah. an asshole no, i get it and i agree i was just saying no and i and, I, and i'm not trying to twist your yeah. words but uh, that that's just one point that I wanted to speak to you, just because, even if that's not what you meant, yeah, people think perceived. people yeah. people think that a lot yeah. that people do shit because they're bad or because they just want clout, and that there there's no actual personality to them, yeah. and, and maybe that's the case, and maybe I'm just uh, I'm naive and I'm hopeful I mean, and I'm no, too young, I, but I, I, I mean, completely agree. I I can't. I lived it like literally. My brother, you know, my brother, people shit like on Josh. him all the time. I like Josh. Now they don't shoot him as much, but I, I still got. I, but I that's the point. The whole time. That's the point. He had this unlocked potential, yeah. and if he kept getting shit on by everybody, I mean, he still does, and that's the issue. People shit on. So but you much. don't shit on him. I don't shit on him. I, okay, but all it takes is one person. That's the point. I, is I, more I people had saying. these support groups. Yeah. It, like, uh, like I it's said, frustrating, it's kind of like it's it's good versus bad. It's it's a love versus hate. If you, everybody just lived their life with a smile on their face. A legit smile and not just like, eh, you know, like that's hard. It is hard, but like, if you have a bad day, you can have a bad day. But if you're having a good day, why would you like walk by somebody and not be like, hi? It's not that hard. It's not that hard to just smile when you're having a good time. Well, and, and I feel like if you just do that and you just, you don't have to go out of your way. Yeah. You just be kind and be a good person and live your life with love. And if everybody did that, I feel like those, those shitty people in, in, in quotes, you know, I feel like there would be less of them or they would just not be shitty people because they would, like my brother, if everybody didn't shit on him, especially people closest to him, and some people shit on people without even realizing that they're shitting on people. Oftentimes. You know, and so I feel like if people just live their life with love, then they literally, there would just be less of it, like less of these like people that you complain about. Yeah, but I mean, I, don't I know. feel like that's so much easier said than done. Because I don't know, man, I, it's it's really not. I feel like it really isn't. I feel like it's not hard to just if you're at a restaurant or even just going and pumping your gas, you look up and you make eye contact with somebody instead of giving them like a dirty look, like like oh my god, like why are you looking at me? They just be like, hey, how you doing? How's your day? Yeah, but that's you know that's that's your mindset, and yeah. and it's so I know I know some of your past, and you well, definitely have reasoning and excuses to be to be a negative person and you're not so i i commend you for that but so for example you might have gone through shit that's you know if somebody was looking subjectively is way more uh, emotional than something i've gone through however i could still be a more emotional person because what i went through affected me in a different way yeah. than even though subjectively yours was way worse I, so I, like i agree yeah so your idea of you know, everyone should just be happy. Although it's per that would be awesome. Oh, no, not, don't put, don't say that because that's everybody just can't be happy. Like mm -hmm. it's just can't in a happen. perfect world. No, well, it's not, there's no perfect world. Yeah. Well, I was I wasn't saying that. It was it was more like not everybody can just be happy. You can't just wake up and be like, ah, I'm gonna be happy today. Like mm -hmm. that's just not this is not possible. But you can do your best to make a good situation out of your day. Like bad situations can be made into good ones majority of the time. Uh, like. Yeah, I'll just give an example. Okay. If you get in a car crash and you broke your knee, mm -hmm. right? It's probably gonna be a bad day. You got in a car crash. You bad broke couple your of knee. months. Yeah. Well, that day specifically. Yeah. Where you're like, 
oh my god like why would you do that you asshole like why would you pull out in front of me mm-hmm. like i'll just give it just so i can really be like on point here when i got my motorcycle accident i just got my motorcycle about three months before that so i was riding for a little bit i loved it I was going to the gym some kid pulled out right in front of me laid it down crashed it head first right into his car slid up like 30 yards in total 40 yards and i was pissed yeah my initial reaction was like what the fuck yeah you know and so i sat there and i took off my helmet all the traffic stopped oh my god are you okay are you okay the kid gets out of his car i'm pissed so i look at the kid i rip off my helmet throw it on the ground and i go to say something just i was gonna be rude because i had every right to be Mm -hmm. right that was his fault and what the hell now my bike's all screwed up my body's all screwed up and this kid has a little dent in his car. He gets out of his car. He has the most sad face on his uh, uh, sad face on his face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, before I said anything, I just looked and I thought, and I was like, you know what? He probably did not mean to just pull out in front of me. He probably was not like, oh, I'm gonna get this motorcycle guy. Yeah, I'm sure he did. You know what I'm saying? So that's the mindset. Even in that in that split second, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna be a dick. Yes, I'm pissed. Yes, I'm hurt, but th- he didn't do this on purpose. Yeah, that's get, where I'm. That's where I'm trying to go with. No, that. I hear that, and I would say, okay, just for a, forget what anybody else's opinion yeah. might be. This is a question that I have about me f- to you. Mm-hmm. So if you're having a bad day, you try your best to make it better. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is good advice. I think, you know, it's hard. Sometimes. You should. It's definitely hard. You should always try to make the best out of things, but. I mean, I'll come out right out and say it. There's, and not so much often anymore, but because uh, I've learned how to deal with different things in better ways. But even still, I'll have a day where I'm just like, uh, you can't see the light in anything. It's like yeah. fucking, it's a fucking shitty day. So yeah. how in those situations, you know, can you be expected to be? Yeah. So like you know, and and I hear what you're saying. You're saying that you know, you should always try to make good out of bad situations, which I agree with. You should yeah. try to. But for the people who can't. Oftentimes myself, even though I'd say genuinely I'm positive, sometimes I can't. How are you supposed to correct that? You can't. You have to be no. mindful of that people can can have can bad have days, bad days. You can and, and can treat people shitty. And sometimes yeah. those bad days will snowball and turn into years. And you know, people become See, people who they don't want to be for a whole year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or I, longer. Okay. Yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I understand that. Because, and, and I'm not trying to like... Give an excuse or something? No, I'm not trying to say like you're wrong for your idea no. of thinking because I agree with you. Yeah. I try my best personally to make everything a better day because it's as, as funny and as like cliche as it sounds. I saw something, honestly, I think on like Facebook yeah. where it was like, uh, if, if somebody said a rude comment or something throughout your day, it took up 10 seconds. Uh, why would you throw it away? That'd be like throwing away 10 cents out of like $2,000 or like, that'd be like throwing away $2,000 because someone took 10 cents from you, you know, like throwing yeah. away your whole day because someone took 10 seconds from you. Yeah. And like, for some reason that triggered something to me. I'm like, you know what? I mean, that's accurate. If somebody says one thing, I let it ruin my day. Why? It's a, yeah. it's a blip on the whole 24 hour spectrum. However, it's, 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 it's not that easy sometimes. So no, it's not for the people who have hard days after hard days after hard days, yeah, no matter what like, they do, they hit a fucking wall. Yeah. They turn into this bad person. Or I don't want to say bad person because no, I don't think they are, but yeah. they do these bad behaviors. So lots of times, people like you and me who are like, we don't want to deal with that, we write them off, and yeah. not always. And maybe they need somebody. That's the thing. So it's like we're so quick, and I'm not saying you or me, yeah. but in general, 
we're so quick to just write people off. It's like, dude, you know what? I've tried with this guy. We can't level. Fuck him. I'm done. He's always pissed off. But and it's frustrating because I've also been on that side. I've been on both sides. I've yeah. been the person who like people want to help me, and like I, I just, just I'm not ready it. to face it. it. So like I'm sorry. I'm pushing you away, yeah. and it sucks for me. But it's also I've been on the side where it's like I'm trying to fucking I'm trying to extend my olive branch to you, and you won't take it. Yeah. I'm done, and it's frustrating because I. When I'm not now, in that situation, for you. yeah, okay. In that in that situation where you you've given it everything, you you literally tried everything, you've you know you've gone out of your way for this person, and you're just like you know what, like almost to like fuck this, right? Now after you say fuck this, my question is, do you do you hate on them, or personally, mm-hmm. have, like do you do you hate on them? Like maybe it's in your head, or maybe you like kind of say it to like your best friend, or like maybe you like kind of say something to your friend, like your mom. You know, just like something little, or do you just be like, okay, yes, I can't, I can't get through this person, but I, it's, I understand. That's a good question, and uh, you know, I guess I don't know exactly how I react. I would say, from the few examples that come to mind, where I try to help, or I try to maybe not even help, understand what someone's going through, and they won't tell me about it. Yeah, um, I'll get really, really frustrated because. Uh, and I've mentioned this before. I hate not knowing what's going on. Okay, so if can someone's... I add something to this yeah, question? Yeah. With somebody, so does it change for you? Because for me, it does. If it's somebody that you see in your life more than another person. So if it's someone important to me? Yeah. Like, Do, does okay, that, so does I guess, that situation so change? So to answer you? your initial question with that one in mind, if it's someone that's important to me and I just can't see eye to eye with them, no, I won't talk. start talking shit. I'll start thinking to myself, what what the fuck can I do? And what I used to always do is keep pressing and pressing yeah. and pressing, and that's drove a lot of things to go terribly awry. Yeah, I did the same exact thing. And so now I I try to give I try to recognize it, give people space, and then think about it a separate from them. Yeah. If it's people who I'm not as close with, then I would be lying if I didn't say I talk shit a little bit to my friends. Like you know what, fuck that guy, man. I tried doing this for him, and he's not taking for, you know fuck him. But then after I talk air that out with my friends and talk shit a little bit. So it's not wrong to do that, well, in your opinion. I just want to know. No, I, I think it is wrong. You shouldn't do it, but I think it's also... But it's not It's not wrong as in, like, it's not like... You shouldn't cancel me for it. Yeah. Because I think it's human nature. However, I try to be mindful of the shit I say because I know in the past I've talked shit about people. I've talked shit to people. I don't think I've ever been a bully. Yeah. But I've definitely picked on people because I don't understand them. And I don't want to say it's okay because it's not. But at the same time, like... I don't know. It's a tough, yeah. I don't know. I try to be mindful of things I've said, and lots of times I'll leave a situation. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have fucking said that. Yeah. And 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 that's something you know. I I I uh, I've told this to my girlfriend several times. I don't argue. I'd never argue because I'm and I'm I I don't want to like sound conceited or anything. I'm pretty good at arguing. If you really want to fucking go toe to toe, we'll argue. And I can be a dick. Yeah. And it's because of the way I was. I I talked about it in the episode with Ross. Yeah. I was always trying to fight for my point in my family, and I didn't often win in my family because I had older, smarter brothers and parents. Yeah. But now with my friends, I was always the oldest, and so I'd fucking literally attack them to make my point. And if you want to argue, let's go. I'll fuck you. I'll fuck you up. And I've 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 made a lot of people pissed off doing that. And I don't yeah. I, I don't feel I'll feel satisfied like oh I won. And then like literally five minutes after, I'm like all right, I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah. So I've told her and I've told other people I've been in relationships with or friendships, I'm not going to argue. If it gets heated for a second, I will literally be like, hey, 
I, I'm going to ask you a question calmly. If you can't respond, we're not going to have this conversation until we can both do it at a level set because I, I am trying to be more conscious of how raising your voice can... Arguing and communicating. I mean, definitely. I feel like that's what you're trying to... Like, that's what you were saying. Yes. Uh, well, that's Maybe. the thing. And I think I've gotten a lot better with communication. And yeah. If, Again, people disagree. Tell me, because I'd like to be thought of as a yeah, good throw, communicator. Throw it in the comments. Exactly. <laughs> throw it in the comments if you think I'm an asshole. Um, but I, communicating, and it doesn't have to be difficult. Yeah. It, the breaking down the initial or breaking the seal of the conversation can be yeah. difficult because you don't know how someone's going to react. And I know lots of times people will say, "Oh, I'm afraid somebody's not going to like how I open up or how I'm upset," and they won't want to talk about it. Yeah. But I will tell you, in my personal experience, ten out of ten times. If you have that conversation, it might be hard, but afterwards you're going to be leaving feeling better. If you, if you, the conversation I'm, so, okay, I'm talking so, about is addressing ill will between two people. But if it's somebody that you're like, you're friends with, but not like close, close friends, will you put the effort in? Because that's what we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. Would you put the effort in to see if you could help? It depends the topic. If I'm interested enough. Yeah. Yes. Interested enough in the topic or the person? Both. Okay. Sometimes it might be someone who I'm not that interested in, but like the topic really intrigues me and like yeah. you're not giving me anything here. But okay, I'm not going to bullshit you. Yeah. Some people I just don't care about as much as others. You just maybe you don't like for me, I don't see like I, I'll maybe it's judging. I don't know. But for me, each person that I meet throughout like the conversation and maybe it's multiple. And sometimes it's it takes one time for me to be like this person I want in my life, you know I feel like we mingle good and I feel like this person would like make my life better and I feel like I would make theirs, okay. you know. And it might not just be like a girl or it, it might be friends, you know. But and it might just be work, you know. But I think that I if I see them in my life, then I put more effort in. If I don't, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. If I if, if I, I don't care see about you, life, I'm gonna I'm. I will go to extremes to make things better with Yes. You. However, like I said, like I said previously, I you used to go I used to push it too far yeah. and that would push people away. Well, that's just maturity. We're getting older and as a as a kid, that it's a completely different we haven't experienced it like that. Our parents can tell us as many stories as they want, and I love my parents, my grandma and everybody in my life that ever gave me a, a story and any advice, but it really is you live and you learn. I mean, it, it Yes. I can't I can't like express that without like it's hard to say it without having like someone be like, well, you know, well, I shouldn't have told you that, you know, but like it, it really it didn't really hit us until we experienced some things. And then we're like, OK, this is how we should handle it. Well, I mean, it's still learning now. Well, like you said, uh, or like I said, I used to push people too far and yeah. I didn't know I pushed them too far. And I never would have if I didn't allow myself to have that conversation with them afterwards. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple that come to mind, but one specifically when a whole, whole, what, 13 months before I had a conversation addressing the, the negative feelings between us. And I used to fucking be pissed dude, yeah. talking shit about this person all the time, saying shit that wasn't even true, but it was just my opinion. I was, it was all emotional yeah. and literally had one conversation, saw their side of the story and although I didn't agree with what they did, I'm like, uh, okay, well, it makes sense. Yeah. It may, I can I can understand what made you do that, and but you can also understand now why it frustrated me. We yeah. see eye to eye, no longer have a grudge. Yeah. And I'm not saying it makes the situation you know easier to deal with because it's like, oh, I still wish you wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But 
if I never had that conversation or those conversations with certain people after I pushed too far, I would still be pushing too far. Yeah. So that's why I like having those conversations and started things like this because I feel like they need to be done. You learn how to interact with people. Yeah. Whether you're pushing them too far, whether you're not pushing them enough, you know, things you might say that, that they don't receive well, even though you don't mean it to be like that. So um, I feel like I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole. I don't know if I'm making a whole lot of sense, but to answer your question shortly, if I care about you, I'm going to put a lot more effort in trying to fix things. If I, yeah, of course. If, I if you're not huge in my life, then I might be like, you know what? I'm not going to you know, chuck off all my fucking time and energy and trying to fix something that you clearly don't care about. And I don't see you being a big part of my life. So I'm done. So I, I wanted to ask those questions just because what we were talking about earlier but with me, it kind of ties in. So like, if you put yourself in the same shoes that I was kind of saying, the what when you talk like about? helping like thousands of people, okay, and then having another thousand people be like, well, what the hell? Why weren't you there for me? Well, I didn't really know any of these people, even the first thousand that I helped. So, what like why would I, why would I care, if like if I can't help them? Mm-hmm. Like of course, if I can, I will, but if I can't, then why would that bother me? And so, and again, I can't answer from experience because I'm not famous, but my guess would be people on social media that will reach out to you are fucking crazy. You'll literally have someone be like, I'm going to kill myself if you don't help me. Like, and that might be extreme, but I don't think it is. Yeah. I think you'll have people saying, you know, off, off the wall shit. And like, as a human, if someone said, Hey, I'm going to harm myself or, you know, I'm not, I can't do it unless you get like, I, I feel shitty about myself unless I get your attention. That's going to eat at me, even if I don't know them. Like, dude, like, fuck. And, like, I'm going to want to help them, and I'm going to want to help the next person. This has been a problem for, like, with famous people for forever, you know? That's my point. So why? So uh, that's, like, my my argument there would be it's not going to change no matter who you are. If you have have any sort of power or any sort of, like, pull, if any any position where you can do something for the good, there's always going to be bad. So that's where I'm, like, well— I'm just going to focus on the good then. Yeah. And that's where I was just tying it back. No, I hear that. I, th- I think it's a little bit different in the sense that if somebody disagrees with me, you know, personally that I know, yeah, yeah. it's not going to be the extent of, oh, Seth, I don't agree with you. And, and unless you see it my way, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, yeah. As whereas the celebrity, people will say crazy shit because of your fame and power. They want yeah. your attention. So like, and I, and maybe I'm, I'm changing my statement now that I'm speaking you said, would I care enough to help people who, aren't, I'm, who I'm not close with yeah. if I wasn't famous? The answer is no, not if I'm not famous. If I'm famous, I feel like I would care more because I feel like I, I almost owe it more to them. If, I, if I'm not famous and you didn't contribute to me being where I'm at, then I... And, and okay, but so what I said before is I'm not aiming for fame, so maybe the fame came with the money. So maybe I, 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 that's what I would like to do. I would like to just get to a spot where I get a lot of money, but I have a platform. So technically, I guess that would put me in the famous category. I say, didn't you say you wanted kind of both? Yeah, a I, bit? I would like both. But then I, I t- said that I didn't want to. I wasn't aiming for fame. If it came with it, that's great because it would help me in the, in what I would like to do. But it help you reach more people. Yeah, but I you're get saying that. that like, if you were, if you just had money and you didn't have the fame, you could. It, there's like less of a, like a crazy like well you don't have people like fucking throwing themselves so for example if i was wealthy i could help people and literally have no one know about it 
I could donate a million or $10 million to a charity as a unanimous donor. Yeah. And I'm not saying I would or I wouldn't. Yeah. But I'm saying you have that ability. And if you're making it, and there's nothing wrong with saying, oh, look at who I helped out. Yeah. Because it, maybe it makes you feel good about yourself and you want people to know that. A little bit of gloating, I think, is, is okay. It's not, it can, it's not horrible. You're not a bad person because of that. No, but I'm saying, me personally, I don't believe you need fame to make a change. I think it could help, definitely. But maybe it's selfish because if I had the fame, I feel like I don't know that I'd want to deal with the pressure of everyone's expectations. And that goes back to the expectations thing. Yeah. For me personally in my life, the only expectations I have is what I set for myself and then some things I feel like I have to live up to, whether it be from my parents or from the universe of just like a destiny type thing of I have to do this. But if I'm famous, you have all these fans, expectations that you have to live up to and either A, you care about it or B, you don't and then you're seen as an asshole. Well, maybe you care about it, but you just just know that it's not possible. I don't know. I think I personally, for me, I think it would eat me alive. If I had the platform, say somebody like Drake had, where I have billions of followers and I did something wrong. You, everything you do is under a microscope, oh, yeah. dude. Everything you do. Even now, as just regular citizens, yeah. you could get canceled if you say something wrong on the internet or at work. Yeah. It's like, really, did that offend you that much? Yeah. Did it really just debilitate you in a significant way? I don't think it did. Yeah. So having that amplified and have every single fucking thing you do, whether it be going to a friend's house or, you know, for example, if I'm dating somebody and I'm famous... I go to a friend's house that's the opposite sex as me, and I'm yeah. not. It's just and a friend. You're a oh, you're a cheater. Why? Because yeah. I'm hanging out with my friend that yeah. she, that my girlfriend knew I was going to. So it's like everything you do is under a microscope and can be chopped up and taken out of context. And so this platform that you wanted to help people has now been manipulated, and anything you do can be twisted against you. And I don't, I, I don't think I'd want that responsibility. And I used to always want fame. Yeah. I'm like, oh, dude, I want the attention. Because for me, it was attention. Yeah. And now I'm like. Ooh, I see what happens to people who are famous. And if you are able to be a good person and famous, then fucking hats off to you because that's hard in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like that's like back to my, my goals and expectations. Like for me, I feel like that's possible. I feel like I could do it. Okay. And, and maybe that's, that's, that's like crazy reach, but like I just feel like I would be able to do something like that. And that's where it kind of goes back into it. It's like, that's kind of goals that I set. It's like I would like to be able to do that stuff, and I feel like I can. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Just like soccer. But like, I'm not gonna beat myself up over any failures. Or it's it's gonna hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And it might like like you said, it might be like the snowball effect, and I might be like a dick, perceived as a dick for like a little bit. But at the end of the day, I'm just trying to better my life so I can help other people, and whether it's my family. Or random people, you know. My expectations are, I didn't have anybody really to help me, mm-hmm. so I want to help as many people as I can. I feel that, and I hats off to that too. And I would say the moral of what you're saying is, help out who you can, and you know, tune out the rest. You know, you can only do so much, and you shouldn't let the other shit. You get know to what? You. It's not even tune out the rest because I, 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 I hate when people say like, oh, just forget about it. Uh, no, you can't forget about it. Like that's I can't just like go on my memory bank and erase it. It's more of just like knowing you gave it your all, knowing you did your best, knowing you're a good person, and being like, you know what? I'm not perfect. I am human. And just being able to live with that, being able to live with you gave it your all, and being happy with, you know, you know that you did something good. Like if you're a legit good person, you know that. 
Yeah. Like, I know I'm a good person. I know that a lot of people, like, perceive me. They'll first judge me and be like, wow, that kid's a douchebag. That kid's an asshole. Like, I've had many people come up to me and be like, dude, I thought you were an asshole. What? Who are you? Yeah. You know? And then I'm like, and then when people get to know me, they're like, oh, my God. You're actually, like, really nice. Mm-hmm. Well, well I told you that's... No, yeah. and I, well, I knew you in middle school, high school, and before I knew you, I'm like, I don't like that kid. I had yeah. no reason for it. Turns out we have a lot more similarities than I thought. I've done that plenty of times. I, I think everyone does. Yeah, but that's like where it's like, if you can just realize that like, okay, like I do that sometimes, but like I'm trying to get better at it. But like, if you can just like sit down and really look at yourself and be like, you know what? I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing like everything I can to be happy, everything I can for others, everything I can for myself then, you know, I can't be mad at myself. You know, I can't, I'll look at like the hate and I'll look at people like, well, you can talk behind my bed if you want. Get behind my back if you want. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't phase me anymore because mm-hmm. I, I know who I am. Like it's funny to me when like I hear something about me that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is that? Unless it's changing how like my family or people I care about perceive me, then I don't care. But I will touch on it if I feel like if it's something to where I need to touch on it. So would you feel offended if somebody, who, whether it be your family or a yeah. close friend, asked you a question about something that they perceived about you and they're like, hey, I heard, you know. Give me an example. Like, okay, for example, let's say I came to you and it's like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about when you're saying soccer. Like, yeah. I don't know if I believe it. Yeah. Are you going to be offended if somebody asks you those questions or you want to talk about it? No, I mean, I'm not going to get offended. I would have, like when I was younger, mm-hmm. maybe, definitely, I, I definitely would have, but now it it just doesn't it doesn't phase me because it's like, I'll just explain it or I'll show you my my highlights or I'll tell you the stories that happened. If you don't believe me, you don't believe me. Like if I give you proof or maybe I can't give you proof, or maybe I can't, my highlights get deleted or mm-hmm. maybe if I call my coach, he, he he's dead. Sometimes like, you just can't convince you, people. You just can't convince them, and it, it just doesn't bother me. I know what I did, and I know like, like the things that I achieved and the work that I put in I know that I was good enough and that's that's all I need okay that's fair well it's good because I feel like I feel like people are hesitant to ask their close friends and family personal questions and the result or in the in the um, maybe to like in fear of oh I don't want to lose this person by pissing them off see for me I would I I'm an open book I would love for anybody Literally anybody, you can come up to me at a party, anything, and just be like, you know, I, I, I perceived you as a douche, you know, like. But even not talk. so much like, oh, I, my initial thoughts on you. Like yeah. if somebody who I knew like for my whole life came up and said, dude, you keep making this front of you want to be a good person and I'm just not buying it. Yeah. Like I would rather have them say that to me than have to hear it. And I agree, but I think it's very hard for somebody to come up and start that conversation. And you oh, can't. definitely. And even if I was just like, hey, you know, Wes, what do you think of me? He's not going to be like, oh, well, actually, now that you ask, I think you're a <laughs> yeah. fucking asshole. Yeah. So it's like, but but I wish, like, my friends, if they did have an issue, would say something because, although maybe I don't want to hear it, yeah. I think I, I mean, need I think I, I need to hear it. I feel like we've had this before where, like, I was like, hey, man, like, you should probably not do that. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're going through your shit, I mean, you've done the same thing for me. Like, yeah. it, I, I think it's just, I guess it's a case-by-case case thing, but, I, I mean, it really just comes down to, you know... You just gotta know who you are, and if you if you knowing if you, yourself, like, love yourself. Yeah. That's the first thing you gotta do because you really can't love anybody else. You can't be a, a re- legit good person if you don't 
if you're not good to yourself. Yeah. You know, it's just not possible. Yeah. I believe. And, and so I just think that's the first step. And if you can just be like, if you can go to sleep at night and think like, you know what? I did my best today. Yeah. And you know what? If you actively just try to have a good time throughout the day, I think that's the start. I think that's like the best thing that you can do. I definitely agree. I think any source of happiness or any feelings anywhere in any in any capacity whether it be good bad or or in between yeah it depends on your it it comes down to yourself first and once you once you accept what you're feeling then you can start resorting to how it makes others feel or how others feel because of it yeah but um either way dude i think i think uh you make a lot of good points uh and we could go on forever but uh we kind of reached our time. So before before we send you off, one thing that I want to make a habit of doing before I let anybody go is sharing with me uh, a tip that they use to help accomplish good mental health or something that makes them happy. Because for people who might be watching, who maybe are going through a rough patch, maybe they know what makes them happy and that they can do that. Or maybe they're like, I don't know what makes me happy. And something you say could change what they do. So And plus, I'm just curious for my own knowledge because I know what makes me happy and I'm not feeling well, but I'm open to learning new things. So what's one thing that you do that uh you know makes you step back from that ledge if you're having a bad day i would say music does a a, like pulls a big part for me i'll sit back and like i'll sit in the car my biggest thing is my mom says it all the time she's like why are you in the car all the time when you come home i'll sit in the car for about an hour uh sometimes like it's just because i'm stressed sometimes it's because i I, i'm in a good mood and i'm like singing to the words and stuff but it comes down to like I sit in the car and it's kind of like a meditation almost. I sit there, I listen to the music that I want to listen to, whether it's sad music, happy music, whatever it is, it's the mood that I want to be in. And it kind of just, I sit there and think about the day and I think about what things have happened and I go from there. If it's bad things that I messed up and I could have done better on, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. If I need to apologize to somebody or something like that, then I'll do it right then and there. And it's just... It's kind of reflection time, and I think everybody needs that at least weekly. You know, just reflect on like how things have been going mentally, and just be like, okay, I need to take a break, or maybe I, I need to take a break from a person, or maybe I, I need to spend more time with this person, or maybe I need to spend more time doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that is it comes down to reflection for me. So, and so you use music to do that. I to- use music to kind of soothe me, and then kind of use that to think. Because a lot of music that I listen to specifically, uh, it kind of triggers different emotions for me. Well, you listen and write. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Is, is there anything you want to promote? Uh, I have uh, no new music specifically coming out yet, but uh, I, I will be coming out with like an EP in the next six months. So. And what's your alias? What's your name? Uh, it's Shepherd, S-H-E-P-Q-A-R-D, and that's all my social media. Shepherd. Shepherd, yeah. Like a cheese curd. Uh, yeah, no, but just burn out shepherd. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just I, I like to make music. One day I was singing in the shower and I was like, yeah, hey, I'm pretty good. So might as well hey, put something out there. I mean, I love the self-confidence. <laughs> you know, I love the self-confidence. And I think that's through everything you've said, loving yourself and just despite what anyone else thinks, even if they think it's complete bullshit. I mean, you don't. You don't think it's bullshit. So yeah. and that's something that I think is, you know, I think it's uh, commendable. So Thank you for sharing your opinions and your thoughts and coming on here with me. Always like kicking it with you. Um, thank you for being on. Um, anybody who listened to this, if you liked, if man, you liked what come, you heard, come talk with this man and 
talk about things that you really don't like talking about and let it makes a conversation for other people to talk about things that are uncomfortable and that's the point of his show because man he's just trying to do a good thing and I think it's a great great idea he makes you a great drink if you want one you make some pretty good drinks (laughs) but uh man just come on here and and put some comments in here if you want to hear like different shows and stuff yeah I think that'd be awesome and to your point if there's anything you disagree with or agree with Hit a DM, hit a hit a chat. I want to I want to discuss these things because you might hear something that one of us say or me or a different guest says you completely think is wrong. Challenge my idea of thinking. I I would love that. Anyway, uh, thank you for for listening and supporting. Uh, if you want to be on the show, I would encourage you to do so. I would like to speak with you. Like and subscribe to this podcast, and uh, you can find me at T I M M Podcast on Instagram or you know Seth Atkinson. That's my Instagram and Twitter and, and my and my name. If you're listening to this, I think you know where to find me. Anyway, until next week, thank you guys.